Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Living Millennial. This is Brittany. Hey, y'all. It's Mandisa. And we are back with another another episode of your favorite podcast. So happy to be here. Let's do a quick check-in. Mandisa, how are you, my love? Good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I am, I feel like I'm at the, the convergence of the end of the week and the beginning of the week, and it's all kind of draining. Mm. Yes. I feel you, and we're recording on a Monday. Yes. So for you to feel like that on a Monday. <laughs> Which is like, it's my second day off of two this week. But it's definitely the start of work for other people who have been emailing me all day. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, I'm not ready for this. That nah. is so real. So we do have some questions for you all, for our audience. So first, we want to, if you've noticed, we're a little bit lower tone right now. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And that was definitely planned because um, we're going to have a very important conversation today about burnout. Um, so we don't want to come to you with this conversation um, with like all this extra energy, at least not initially, right? We kind of want to ease into this. So uh, let's just have everyone close their eyes. If you're not driving, <laughs> not driving. if you're sitting anywhere, if you're laying down anywhere, um, even if you're standing in, in one spot, we'll go ahead and have you close your eyes. Start taking deep breaths in. I'm gonna light a relaxing lavender candle. Of course, release that breath out. One more breath in. And we're gonna release our breath out. And as you continue to close your eyes, and as you continue to breathe slowly, Ask yourself, how are you doing right at this moment? Do your self-check-in and take about 20 seconds and ask yourself, how are you doing right at this moment? Maybe as you're beginning to articulate how you're feeling, what you're thinking, what's going on, you can complete the sentences, I am, I want, I need, I feel. And you may or may not have an answer. You may not know. You may want or need nothing. And that's okay. Whatever your answer is, it's your truth. We're gonna focus on that last, that last affirmation of 
how do you feel so we're going to take another 10 to 15 seconds to ask ourselves how do i feel at this moment as you continue to breathe deeply inhale and exhale And as we answer that question, let's take into account what's going on in our heads. How many things are on our minds to get done at this moment? I can think of of about six. (laughs) I'm right around there. (laughs) How many things are on our minds to get done? We continue to breathe in slowly and exhale slowly, slowing down our minds just a bit, connecting ourselves to the idea that we can add more time and it could may be okay to delegate <laughs> some of those things we have on our on our minds all right the next thing we want to bring up how many roles do we play currently and where do we prioritize most of our time and or energy So what things are on our minds currently that we have to get done? And what roles do we play in those tasks? And how much time and energy are we giving those tasks and those roles? Hmm. We'll sit in that question for a bit. so much to do right as humans as working humans as parenting humans as humans with families and friends we want to be social we want to do all the things we want to give all the things all of our energy but are we taking into account how many things we're adding to our plates So we'll ask the questions again. How are you doing right at this moment? And how do you feel after taking into account the many things on your plate and how much energy you place into those things and the roles you give yourself and the roles that you are given. And what affirmations can we follow up with to let ourselves know that everything will be okay. Everything will get done in due time. 
So I'm going to type one last long deep breath in. I like to hold mine for a count of four. Two, three, four, and release on the count of eight. Four, five, six, seven, eight. And now that we've asked those questions, now that we brought those things to light, we're ready for our games. Ah. <laughs> Renisa releases the last beautiful stretch. Um, <laughs> so I hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, I wanted to start us off with something nice and slow and something that brings us into ourselves. But of course, we would not be living Millennial Podcast without a nice game. Who would we be? I Who mean. would we be? Who <laughs> 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 would it be ourselves? Um, <laughs> and today's game, we're playing Would You Rather? My favorite. <laughs> Our favorite game. I love it. I love it. What you got? What you got? What you got? All righty. So for those who do not know, how you play Would You Rather is, I'm going to list off four scenarios. Each mm -hmm. scenario will have two options and you have to tell me which would you rather. <laughs> and here's the most important part of the game. And what those, is it? You know what it is. It is you can't change shit. Okay, <laughs> you can't change nothing. So you have to tell me which would you rather without changing the scenes and we'll go from there. How about that? Okay, I will try my best <laughs> not to go down any loophole avenues. <laughs> we, yeah, we have to try hard because we always try to, we always changing something. If we're not changing it, we're adding it in. We're trying to take away, <laughs> we're trying to divide, we're trying to do long division, all, all the, the things. Yeah, we're trying to make it work for us. All these hypotheticals. <laughs> the hypotheticals. All right. So, Mindy, are you ready for the first one? Yes. Yes. All righty. So, the first, would you rather? It's going to be real simple. Would you rather take a shower or take a bath? <laughs> did you see me withdraw from you the did. mic? Because <laughs> I was like, that is simple, but yeah. I know what my plans are for tonight. But I'm a shower girl. Shower girl. I'm a <laughs> shower girl. Shower girl. <laughs> okay, drag race. I'm a you, shower girl. What about you? So consistently, yeah. I love my showers. It's where I meditate. Mm -hmm. That's where I get visions, all this stuff. But I, because I love like, I feel like the water from the shower, y'all don't want to hear this probably, but anyway, I feel like the, yeah, we do. The, the movement from the water in the shower, like mm -hmm. keeps me still, like the movement of water puts yes. me at rest, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's been so long since I've really taken a bath and, you know, like I just really want to like have a nice spiritual bath with my flowers and my crystals and my, like, you know, so yeah. I would rather, I would rather, I would prefer to take a bath. I just don't. 
Oh, I see. I see. And it also, because we, I was thinking about this the other day, when you grow up, like coming up as a kid, you, all you take is baths and like taking a shower f- for me, like didn't come until maybe middle school or high school. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Later, oh, we it was like, early. it's bath time. We shower and, early. My four-year-old taking showers. Oh, word. <laughs> My four-year-old cousin. Let me be specific for people hey, that get scared. He's taking yeah. showers before kindergarten. <laughs> Yeah, I was not ready for that. <laughs> I needed assistance. <laughs> but it's such a, I feel like now as an adult, a bath is such an earned activity and a like, because my showers are already long, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like a bath <laughs> is, is really like, I'm running this water. I'm not getting out of it until it is really an undesirable temperature. <laughs> That's, that part, that part. <laughs> That's the and only way I'm getting out. You know what's funny? At first, I used to be like, I used to not be a big fan of baths because uh-huh. I remember I will never forget my grandma talking about baths and be like, I want to sit in my own field. That's what mine would say too. Yep. Yeah. But I'm like, but if you, here's my thing. If I really am intentional, first of all, I don't have a, I have a stand up shower. I don't have a tub. So that's really the main reason why I don't take baths. Mm-hmm. But, but like, if I get, a, if when I get a chance to, or when I, what I used to do actually was I would like shower or like rinse off, kind of like, you know, you rinse off before you get in the pool. I right. would do that and like, and clean the tub and then run my bath, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, cause I'm not quote sitting in my own field, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And then, and then that bath is like more purposeful and like a little bit more relaxing. Cause yeah, that I'm not a fan of the rain. That's really what it is. <laughs> You know. <laughs> yeah, no. Not the ring, not the ring. All right, you ready for the next question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ring. All right. Would you rather go without your phone or your laptop for a week? Take my phone. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. You knew. <laughs> Please take it. Take it. It's already on silent 90% of the time. So <laughs> just take it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I love it. Okay. Um, it's, I want silent or half dead, probably. It, it, yeah. Towards the end of the day, I'd be like, it just don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Low power. Low um, power. You know, I would rather go without my phone as well. I thought you were going to say laptop. Really? No. Yeah. Because my phone is a distraction from my laptop. Ah, yeah. it is a funny thing how we go from screen to screen. Like, you turn okay. the TV off, pick up a phone, phone down, <laughs> laptop. laptop. Yeah, close my laptop, tablet, or all three. Like, yeah, or all, all three, three. Open at one time. Scrolling while I got something playing on another device. Yes, yeah, all the things. So yeah, I would take my phone. I'd be okay with that. Take um, it. Ooh, okay. Next one. Would you rather meditate or do yoga? Yoga. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> the quickness I've been the setting quickness. you up I know you took no time the quickness no time. which me- meditating was the thing that I I avoided for the longest time because I thought that instantaneous instantaneously I, I was supposed to meditate and immediately you know the first time go into this state of Mm. empty brain you know complete right and I don't know if I will ever get there but I'm okay with that now I'm okay with sitting in whatever 
is swirling in my brain. Um, but I, I, I know I need help. And so I I'll do guided meditations. Mm -hmm. Like I can, I've gotten to a point with yoga where I can roll out my mat and I don't need to follow a video anymore. I can do, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) I can just go through a flow and, and oh, in my mind, I'm referencing moves or flows from videos, Mm -hmm. but I can go anywhere, roll out my mat and do my thing. But meditation, I'm like, I need, I need the guide. I need that. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you this, because I also thought that meditation was supposed to take you and lead you to a place of like, like you said, empty brain or not thinking. Yeah. That's not, that's definitely not what meditation is. Like you're supposed, you're allowed to have those thoughts and, 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 um, process those thoughts and go through. Cause so clearly my answer is meditation, right? Mm -hmm. I would rather (laughs) meditate than do as much as I love yoga and also Mm -hmm. acknowledging that yoga can be a form of meditation for some Mm -hmm. folks. Right. Um, but it's not a form of meditation for me. Meditation is a form of meditation for me. <laughs> Strictly <laughs> sitting or laying or showering or something like that will connect me. And, um, but yeah, you, you, as you meditate, you, you are supposed to go through those thoughts and process through and not, and not try to reject any thoughts that come up mm. or try to stop them. Like, no, bec- and when I tell you that has led me to so many amazing visions, so many aha moments, like I have legit got out of the, like, got out of my meditation or got out of the shower meditating and like, was like, I need to write this or like, I need to create this or I need to do yeah. this and do that because that like, those thoughts are supposed to be there. We're supposed to be led by them. We're supposed to address them. Yeah. You know? Because what it um, sounds like is a, is a clearing away of the brush of the other, like distracting thoughts to get to those yeah. creative thoughts, those visions, to find mm-hmm. clarity to find within clarity. your thoughts. Yeah. And then you can bring in all the crystals and, you know, to if you, there's anything specific that you are trying to connect to, whatever, you can bring in specific crystals for that. I like guess it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I actually got there without being guided consistently. Like I, I had some, you know, we listen to certain podcasts and things like that, yeah. but like the, the way things come to me like is there's no there's at least no tangible guidance like that like obviously like you know my ancestors are guiding me through but um and leading me to these thoughts and these visions and all this beautiful stuff and yeah so there's my answer meditation meditation Meditation. okay is that three is there one more you know there's one more let's go There's one more because I like four. Do not like odd numbers. I'm here for a couplet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Would you rather go on vacation to a resort or a private island? Private island. Yes. I have been in so many conversations really with one very close friend of mine. Like this private island that we have built and talked about (laughs) is damn near real. Ooh, manifest it, girl. Yes, indeed. Manifest it. What about you? Where are you going? Definitely, Where are you going? Definitely a private island. 
with no wi-fi no internet access like none of those things yeah I want to be away from people and I'll tell you what I was not sure I like this question that last one because I could not think of what your answer was all the other ones I knew what your answer was going to be but <laughs> <laughs> you know me because <laughs> I know you but this but that last one I was I really was like oh I don't know what she would choose yeah because the, the appeal of a resort is that they're the, the I'm thinking of staff in terms of like amenities and and things that I can do and whatnot, but a private, also the experience of (laughs) getting to a private island, whether I'm imagining a private jet, I don't know if there was a boat or a yacht. Well, little, usually it's, well, I think a jet will be too big for a a private island. So it will be like one of those little tiny planes. I just need a little one, not Mm. even a G6. I'll take a D4. <laughs> I don't need the biggest. <laughs> and there's just this little tiny it. landing strip. And there's horse. There are horses on this private island. Wow. This they are so wild, cool. but gentle. Am I invited to your private island? Please, please come. I want to be. Oh You're the first person to receive an RSVP. <laughs> please. Yeah. Yeah. I will never leave. You might want to rethink that because I would never leave. <laughs> what if I just get two private islands? Okay. Oh, and I can have one? Yeah. And then we can either like boat ride or like skidoo or like jet ski. To get to or- each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To record. <laughs> I know, but I love that you chose private island. Yes. And that you're going to get a second private island for me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you get an island. You get an island. <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm down for That's it. Those questions. I don't, yay. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, okay. So like we said before, um, I'm excited to have this conversation actually, because I feel like it's <laughs> directly, it's, the information that we have spe- speaks directly to me. <laughs> Yes. So we're going to talk about burnout. It's, it's a growing conversation, especially about millennials amongst millennials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just like a lot of statistics in the United States, anything that, any statistics that we discuss or that come about, you should definitely, definitely, definitely consider the fact that like, it's going to affect Black folks or people of color um, at a greater rate. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we want to talk about burnout and what that looks like, what it is, um, how it shows up in, in our lives. And hopefully this is going to be relatable to you all. And of course, always we want to hear, um, you know, your experiences and your perspectives as well. So I'm going to start with <laughs> <laughs> so we could feel better about ourselves. <laughs> I'm like, who else in the trenches? Please right. make yourself known. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're going to start with what burnout is. Um, and I, first of all, let me say this about this woman. So Nedra Glover Tawab. I follow her on Instagram. Y'all are, y'all are used to me talking about Alex L very often, but Dr. Tawab is another person that I brag about, that I rave about from following her on social media. And now she has a new book out called Set Boundaries, Find Peace. So y'all know I'm a fan, okay? Just by that title. Keyword. 
boundaries right. <laughs> boundaries exactly um so she is a therapist um and she's huge on social media so we'll be sure to add her um her handle in the description so you all can find her as well and we definitely want to share the wealth with her knowledge that she has um mm -hmm. so I was actually listening to because I have the audible of her book set her new book set boundaries find peace and she brought up burnout and she says that burnout happens when people become emotionally mentally or physically exhausted it leads to chronic frustration neglecting duties moodiness and avoidance now who does that sound like if if anybody if any of our listeners are like me <laughs> Or you're like, yes, yes. <laughs> raising your hand. <laughs> yes. yes, it's so common. And I'm so glad we're talking about it. <laughs> All of the above. Yes, uh, yes. I'm glad we're going to talk about this as well. Um, because chronic frustration, I don't know if I see that in myself right now, at least at this moment. I'm sure at some point it's been, it's shown up, especially surviving a pandemic, um, neglecting duties for sure moodiness for sure <laughs> and avoidance for sure for sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> which which for me the chronic frustration and moodiness are actually they, they feel like two sides of the same coin to me mm -hmm. because when at least when I'm frustrated mm -hmm. I sometimes it takes me a little while to be like oh, Mandisa, <laughs> you're frustrated. Like there is something deeper going on than, you know, I don't know. Somebody didn't hold the door open for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that was not the worst <laughs> thing that happened, but it's, it's this building thing and, and having the, the moody reactions to, to things throughout the day and being like, wait, 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 wait. This isn't necessarily oh. about the things that I'm interacting with or experiencing. Mm -hmm. This is a, this is, this has been building. Exactly. This has been building. Yeah. Which is, which is first I'll say, uh, kudos to you for doing that self-check-in, right. Of being like, wait a minute, what's going on here? What? These are my normal feelings. Right. I'm not <laughs> my usual bubbly self. <laughs> <laughs> exactly um so uh I do want to make sure we we bring up what causes things like burnout what causes burnout and yes, I please. like this information that came from uh two sisters actually that wrote the book burnout the secret to unlocking the stress cycle it was uh it's written by Emilia and Emily Nagowski um, and, or Nagoski, sorry. <laughs> um, and I was excited to find this information because again, this is so relatable. Um, and I'm excited to read their book or listen to their book as well. Um, cause it, it, they are saying they're going to provide resources to help, help us, help us get through, help. help us unlock the stress cycle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, they are telling us that burnout is caused by stress and stress is the neurological and physiological shift that happens in your body when you encounter triggers. So that person doesn't open that door or let's say, you know, somebody, you know, isn't wearing a mask mm. or somebody isn't giving you six feet, right? You know, those could be potential triggers if you're already hosting stress in your body. Um, I also want to point out that there is good stress and there is bad stress. Mm -hmm. And and 
it's important to note when you can use stress as fuel bumps and, and as catalysts and when bad stress, when it starts to weigh on you. Yeah. yeah. Give me an example of good stress. I don't think I've ever heard of good stress before. Good stress. For me, it, it usually comes at what, what I call that, um, that first day of school feeling when oh. I'm starting something new. And sometimes I, I, I think I categorize it as um, feeling anxious about something. Um, but usually when I'm starting something new or in the beginning of something, I'm stressed about, okay, will this go smoothly? Like, am I prepared? And so that, that kind of stress makes me like double check my checklist, um, make sure that I have sent certain emails, make a to-do list to, to like before I go to bed to prepare and take any stress away from the morning potentially. Mm. Um, and so that that's what good stress how it often shows up for me is like, okay, I'm worried about this thing, but what actionable steps can I take to bring that down? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. It'd be working. (laughs) It'd be working. Yes. And it sounds like you, 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 that can prevent you from burnout, right? Or, or eventually help us get out of it. So I like that a lot. Um, so back to the causes of mm-hmm. burnout. So we listed what stress is or what um, Emily and Amelia were telling us what stress is. So the burnout can be caused by not knowing when to say no, mm. not knowing how to say no. Mm. Um, <laughs> prioritizing others over yourself, mm. people pleasing, superhero, <laughs> superhero <laughs> syndrome, um, unrealistic expectations, not being appreciated for what you do. Now, pause. I just want everybody to let all that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> because like, how often do we experience these things or, or these things in, in multiples? Every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. And if not every day, often, right? Often. Depending on who we surround ourselves with, depending on um, just a number of things, depending mm-hmm. on how much, again, we put on, our, put on our plate. So going back to the questions that we brought up earlier mm-hmm. um, in the show of like, you know, what roles are you playing and, and, and how much energy are you, are you given those roles and those tasks? Um, and the one that sticks out to me the most right now is unrealistic expectations. Speak on it. Um, you know, you ready for me to preach? I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, and it's and it's not necessarily anything that is sticking out because I host unrealistic expectations, but it's because it's something that I'm seeing in others and something that comes up in conversations. Um, you know that I have with others of like you know, of just you know. Let's talk about the, I think I've brought this up before, but like, let's talk about, you know, people just assuming that somebody's going to pay for their dinner and then them being upset and being robbed of their joy and being robbed of having a good time because, you know, because that meal didn't get paid for, but like, what, where was the conversation around that? Right. And when I, and another, another thing that's connected to me with like the unrealistic expectations is, 
you know, what conversations are we not having about our expectations? What are we, what boundaries are we not setting? You know, just all kinds of things, mm-hmm. because each of those things are also causes of anxiety, you know? Yes, it's- indeed. Especially when it's repeated over and over, like um, the, the idea of not knowing when to say, the idea of not knowing when to say no or how to say no. Mm-hmm. And what I'm, the, the scenario I'm running in my head right now is when someone repeatedly um, um, either breaks your boundaries or, or commits some sort of offense against you that perhaps they don't know, but you're like fuming inside and you're like, yeah. well, clearly uh-huh. <laughs> this is not the way to go about X, Y, Z. But that conversation is all in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and it can be so simple as hey, so and so it makes me feel blah when you do this. Mm-hmm. And you not do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I I saw a post not too long ago and I'm I'm kicking myself because I can't remember who it came from right now but they talked about conflict and they said look at Mm. conflict as an opportunity and not a um and not a mess or something like that right like look at (laughs) look at conflict as an opportunity it's an opportunity to have a conversation to work through you know whatever the the expectations are um, to, to even do your own self checking. We may have conflicts with ourselves. Right. So, um, yeah, like, so it sounds like, yeah, that's, that's definitely in a nutshell what you're saying, but I'm excited about the fact that they laid all these things out because again, it's so relatable. This is so my life right now. (laughs) The superhero (laughs) syndrome, not so much. I'm also excited, always excited to read things like this because, or even hear conversations about this because it's reminding me of the things that I released. Mm. Though I am experiencing burnout right now, we'll talk about how it shows up in our lives personally. Um, But I love reading things like this because um, yeah, again, it just, it reminds me of things that I have kind of grown through um, and, and have, have, have worked on and improved in my own life. So this is, um, this is super, yeah, <laughs> this is super, super exciting. Before we get into some more um, things that commonly lead to burnout, I just want to go back on, on one thing you said about um, seeing conflict as an opportunity. And my, actually, I'll, I'll say both of my, my professors from grad school would constantly phrase that as they'd say oh what a great challenge Mm. because Mm -hmm. a challenge is like the the positive synonym for difficult Mm -hmm. oh i'm oh that person's difficult they're challenging Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and it used to frustrate me when they'd say that because i'm like you know what's tough (laughs) (laughs) don't flip that and I go okay yes yes I see I see what you're saying this is an opportunity for growth yeah yeah yeah. I love that I love that they're fantastic Uh, (laughs) but but some more okay let let's talk some more about what commonly leads to burnout um which thank you for that definition 
So one example, listening to people complain about the same things over and over, whether you're the complainer or the listener, that's draining. Mm-hmm. Doing your best with little appreciation for your work, that can get tired real fast, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Something else is, is dispensing advice to people who don't value your feedback. So you're getting dismissed, which kind of goes mm-hmm. back and ties into feeling underappreciated for your work and feeling undervalued which for anybody who works in a team, which nowadays, like who doesn't work in a team? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why, why am I here? And and then that creates feelings of isolation, which Mm -hmm. can also lead to burnout, feeling isolated, separated, alone. Um, Also doing things that don't make you happy. How, how draining, (laughs) look at Brittany's face. Yes, sad puppy dog. <laughs> Especially day in, day out, five days a week, six days a week. And whether that's work or things dealing with family, friends, when you have mm-hmm. these obligations, these these heavy burdening duties, mm-hmm. again, draining. Yeah. Um, um, and I'll share one more. Setting high expectations, whether that's at work, at home, or in relationships. And I, I don't say that to say like, you know, don't have high standards. Standards and expectations are, are different to me. I feel mm-hmm. like standards are, are focused on, are, are rooted. Yes, things we require, things we mm-hmm. value and things we need. Whereas expectations involve a conversation with the other party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Did any of those resonate with you? Yeah. And I'll actually read the, the very last one, which is yes. having a continual urge to control situations that are outside of your control, mm. which I'm going to connect to dispensing advice to people who don't value your feedback, which mm-hmm. I'm also going to connect to listening to people complain about the same things over and over. <laughs> you know? Because because think about it, we've all been in that situation where, you know, we have our friend or friends that, you know, constantly complaining about the same job or their same partner or mm-hmm. the same dog, you name it, right? The same neighbor. <laughs> they constantly complain about that or the same family member. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just being a good person and being someone on the outside looking in, you know, you're going to give that advice. But then how often does that same person come back with the same story, right? Or the same taglines. Um, and you come back and, and try to give that advice again and again and again. Or, you know, if it's not advice, it really is a direct, like, you should, you should, you should. So mm-hmm. not only are you listening to complain, listening to someone complain about the same things over and over, you're continuously giving your advice to this person who clearly is not listening because the conversation hasn't changed. And then, um, but, and you're also obviously giving that advice because you are trying to have some kind of control over that situation, right? Without, you know, because you have yet to say to yourself, you know what, 
this this ain't this is not worth my energy or this isn't my situation i should release myself so um that connects with me that's that is something those three are things that have shown up in my life for sure um but i have forced myself <laughs> have forced myself to to set boundaries with my friends with coworkers mm -hmm. um and even sometimes with family members of being like, hey, like, this is just a conversation that, you know, or these are conversations that I'm not open to having anymore. Um, you know, I've said my piece, but you clearly want to keep operating the way you operate. So I can't serve you in this situation, just as you ain't serving me in any situation. So, yeah, but something that's showing up right now, ooh, I would really say doing things that don't make me happy. I hear that. Yep. Doing things that don't make me happy and it's lacking harmony and balance in my roles and duties. Um, those are the top two things that are really sitting with me. And it has, it all has to do with trying to balance and understand um, my life in this and survive in a pandemic. <laughs> Yeah. Like my routines, my routine and routines have changed and, and, and they have to continuously change, especially as I grow, as this podcast grows, as my next brand grows, like I have all these visions, I want to do all these things and I have new roles, I'm giving myself new roles, like, you know, all those things are happening. Um, but I, I totally have to be honest, it lacks harmony and definitely considering my nine to five <laughs> like you know and bringing all that in um yeah. it, it does it lacks balance and it lacks harmony um there are inconsistencies um there are many consistencies but there are also some inconsistencies that I have to be realistic with myself about um and yeah that's 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 where I'm showing up and that's why I have to be honest with myself yeah. And, yeah. and I love that, that you, you kind of dissected, um, stressors or, or factors of burnout and then addressed how you are working to prevent them from long term, from being long term factors of burnout. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I, going back to not knowing when to say no, not knowing how to say no, the win, the win is, is really sticking out for me right now mm. because mm. there are times when we feel, and, and I believe and, and me being a, a very physical communicator, I believe our bodies tell us things sometimes way in advance mm -hmm. <laughs> of, of when our brains are ready to receive and process and digest that information and yeah. then do something about it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious um, what, what tends to be the, the real, uh, uh, um, I love this word, the real catalyst for you to go, oh, I need to take action about this because that's, that's also a huge part of burnout is and whether someone is conscious of it or, or not, but you're feeling this pull, this drag on you 
-hmm. And burnout happens because you don't know, you don't know when to release that. You don't mm -hmm. know when to take off your save, you know, your captain <laughs> save a hope cape. <laughs> and you the hoe you're trying to save. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can't fly no more. Your cape <laughs> is, is now defying the laws of physics because it's so fucking heavy. <laughs> Y'all know my metaphors. <laughs> I love it. Take it there, girl. Take it there. Um, no, that's real. Can you ask the question one more time? Because I want right. to, I want to, yeah. That's I asked it and question. then went on a ramble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a good question. I still asked it one more time. That was a fire question. I'm, I'm wondering what your, what is, what is, what is the thing in your brain that goes click? I have to do something about this. This is no longer mm -hmm. a healthy situation. If I keep going, this is not going to end well. I have to. <laughs> you know what? Um, I don't. I don't necessarily say to myself, "If I keep going, it's not going to end well." I think. I think for some things, for some of the duties and the tasks that I've neglected. Going back to, you know, our definition for some of the things that I've neglected, I really, um, I really just say, you know what, just get the shit done. I think that's really what it is for me. I'm just like, you know what, you've, you've rested, you've come up with every reason why everything else should come before this mm -hmm. particular task or these tasks, like just get it done. Just do it. Just start just it. it. Yeah. And that's what, that's mm. what gets it done. Right. Just like, um, but then it's also, you know, my support system. It's also you, it's also our audience. Um, it's audience. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's family members and it's friends and it's, it's mm. conversations that give me the energy to just get the shit done. It's conversations that like, you know, that prompt me to say, all right, like, you know, this is needed, you know, instead yeah. of, and that will override this. I posted today about self-rejection and, mm. you know, and when, when I get validated, not just, not just from meditation and like, you know, and, and visions and things like that, I get also get validated, validated by, you know, the great amount of support that I have too. So, um, and that again, will just totally override any self talk of like just sit down Brittany you just watch that show just <laughs> you know watch other just sit back and watch other people do what they love to do you know yeah 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 the support system is real the 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 tribe the tribe is real um so I'm curious to know which of these shows up um for you and in your life queen and how you handle those things Ooh, ooh, ah. um, <laughs> <laughs> for me, it, it's a mix of things, um, setting high expectations on myself, especially when it comes to, to work, um, mm. because, ooh, and I can feel myself like, <laughs> ooh, it's bubbling up. You have the space. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Um, because I, I am, I am a little anxious about work tomorrow rehearsal tomorrow the week ahead um this process has has introduced a lot of new things is like we're working in person again but COVID is still very much a thing mm. um so how we navigate so many things and and how I 
how I did my job uh, <laughs> in the before times <laughs> and how I do my job now um, looks and feels different. And I, I do put a lot of pressure on myself to do the best <laughs> at work. Um, and, and so that can often leave me feeling so drained at the end of the day, because I'm, I, I go in the room and I give my all <laughs> for like eight, 10, 12, 14 hours. Oh, yeah. You do have long days. Long days when mm -hmm. we get to tech. Um, but I <laughs> love what I do. And so it's simultaneously energizing me. Um, but in the real sense of energy, like I'll be spending it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <Ooh>, yeah. <laughs> and so mm. recharging and having uh, a work-life balance is really important to me because when uh, I work five, six days a week, most of the time. So burnout can happen real fast. Like burnout can happen by Thursday. <laughs> And so I, it's important to me to, to set certain boundaries. Like when I leave the rehearsal room, I'm, I do not take my script or my, like my binder home. I, I will leave my space tidy and clean and clear so that I am, I leave kind of in an exhale and I come in and it's fresh and I set something up that's nice uh, for myself. And also, like you said, having having a support system. I I I'm in the room um, working with a team who. That's a huge part of the the teamwork that we do is feeling valued and sharing thoughts and opinions, um, and having them really taken in and considered by your teammates. And, and I, I do most of the, of the, the shows and productions I work on, I do feel like a valued member of the team or of the company. And I love that. And I don't take that for granted. Um, but outside of that, <laughs> like I can be in a room for, you know, eight, 10 plus hours and not really say that much. And so I'll leave sometimes and I have so much to say. Uh, but then what? like I've, I've wrapped up the day and then we've spent an hour or two finishing up paperwork and talking about work. And then yeah. like, I'm like, okay, I want to talk about me as a person. Oh. Let's go get food. And then I'm like, oh, but wait, <laughs> now it's nine o'clock at night. I should go to sleep. <laughs> and so... I, too late. It's too late. And so I really appreciate the, the friendships that I have as, with you, especially, and, and some of my best friends and close friends were like, we'll hop on a conversation or, or a, you know, a video call or whatever and be running it for two, three hours because I'm like, Bleh, here's everything. <laughs> Which is why I, I don't, there's no such thing as a short answer with me. <laughs> no such thing uh, I but I love that first of all I, I want to point this out really quickly the both of us considered COVID and surviving the pandemic and mm -hmm. our answers um which says a lot about what how it has changed our lives what it has done 
to us, for us, all the things, right? Um, and 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 you know, even though we have some folks who are dismissive of it and the situation, um, I think it is really important to to acknowledge how intense, and I'm using surviving intentionally, right? Because there are so many people, such a high number of people who did not make it through this pandemic, right? Absolutely. Um, and I think it's important to highlight the number of ways that those of us who are still here, um, how we survive, or the fact that we survived, and though it happened in many different ways, we all have we all have had different struggles through. We've all have our different challenges through it, um, but overall, it it it's survival. It was it was and is survival. So I do want to highlight that that is that we both considered that in our answers because that's a thing. Um, but I I I am I want to say I'm surprised by you saying like, you know, you, you have so much to say later on, but, uh, but knowing you from the get go, like thinking about the Mendes I met at the Beyonce concert, <laughs> thinking about who was actually, I don't know if you was in the right mind to be social. <laughs> now I'm questioning it. <laughs> that night, you, you know, he's probably up in the clouds, girl, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, thinking about, you know, the Mandisa that I was getting to know mm-hmm. versus the Mandisa that I, that I know now, I'm like, okay, that, that makes sense. Like, you know, it, it just, does, it definitely makes sense. It's very opposite of me. Like, I'm, I, I'm going to say what I'm going to say at that moment. <laughs> A lot of times, like, there's not much that I'm holding in until later. <laughs> But I, but I love that, you know, you're acknowledging that and, you know, and there, I'm grateful that there is definitely space for you to, you know, have those releases, whether it's space with others or whether you create that space for yourself. I think it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing and a beautiful testament to your growth and your, and your own intentionality, you know, to be related to. Well, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I can feel every muscle in my face. Oh, yay. I did my job. And you are such a fucking hard worker, bro. Like, first of all, y'all, listeners, viewers, anything Mendisa wants to do, she's going to fucking do it. Period. <laughs> Period. Period. There so, is no lie. <laughs> there is no lie. So when I did learn something about you, though, of, of like, you know, that level of uh, anxiety that you mentioned for yourself, because this was actually brought up last season. Remember, your you told us your song. Oh, <laughs> right, my freaking out song. Your freaking out song, and me and, and Jamal and I were so tickled by it. <laughs> not only because of the song, but because <laughs> I don't know, freaked out Mandisa. I would have never. I couldn't even imagine a freaked out Mandisa because you externally just play it so cool. You get shit done. You know, we would never know that internally you're singing your freak out song. <laughs> and it's rare. It's rare because I, I am not rattled very often. And, and so most people 
don't see that most people get um a very energetic like energizer bunny person (laughs) um but I have learned that when I am rattled I am rattled to my core and it's like a whole undoing and I have to build myself back up and shake Mm. it off and find a way to to move forward and and in my mind I call it I'm like you have to sit in the mess Mm and move forward with accountability which is what like that in in getting over or not getting over it but in working through burnout that's such a key part of it is is just like you you were talking about meditation of it's not about the om it's not about arriving (laughs) to an empty brain and you know Mm -hmm. a silhouette of you is frolicking (laughs) in slow motion in fields of lavender (laughs) (laughs) and if it is if meditation is for you for any of our listeners if that is where you get to a meditation bless you (laughs) bless you teach me your ways right teach me ways please (laughs) but like life is messy and you you have to be able to sit in it a little bit to to really to really digest it and then Mm -hmm. you can start taking steps forward shaking some things off and say okay this is what I learned in this this is what triggered me this is what makes me feel uncomfortable this is what fucking exhausts me and how do I work through these how do I maybe not avoid these things yeah but how do when I when this challenge comes up how do I rise to the opportunity and and do the work yes Mandisa, drop them motherfucking jams, G. I, I really think it's this yes. candle. <laughs> hey, that's what you have lavender, it's purple. That's what it'll do to you, girl. Actually, my mind was just open to to the 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 superhero syndrome um, and how that manifests itself in different ways in our lives. And and so in thinking of in one vein, taking on things to to help someone else i'm thinking of the things that we take on that are maybe distractions actually mm-hmm. or or like more trivial tasks um or mindless tasks that we take on again to avoid <laughs> doing the work to avoid really sitting in our shit <laughs> and neglecting so, our duties you know and so i'm interested in what are what are some of the things what are some of the ways that you you see yourself or have found that you've been distracted from doing the work and in general the the things that we as millennials use to distract ourselves from doing the work. Girl, I wasn't ready for this one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Technology is the biggest distraction. Yo. Technology is the biggest distraction. And, and I'm going to uh, relate back to Nedra Glover mm. to Wab's book because I'm currently on a chapter um, where she's starting to talk about technical boundaries or tech or yeah, 
technical or technology boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we, that's something else I don't think we do have many conversations around. It's like, what boundaries do we have around technology? Because technology connects us to everything. Earth it connects life. us to our friends, our families. It, it, it can help finish a thought. Yep. It, it now connects us to our uh, hands-free or touch-free menus with the QR code. Oh yeah, it can right. It can connect us <laughs> to some food. It could bring us some food at the at the door. <laughs> so so I would definitely say as as a fellow millennial, <laughs> technology <laughs> is is the biggest distraction because technology connects me to everyone. So whether that's social media, whether that's Google Duo or FaceTime with my friends mm-hmm. and family, whether that is um, you know me watching YouTube and not doing research on YouTube, but me just watching it. Me watching uh, a black lady sketch show, (laughs) you know, trying to, because binging is a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to keep up with those things. These are all things that have come about, um, if not brought to us by millennials um, and made popular by millennials, it's definitely something that, um, you know, we are using extensively and, you know, we're just distracted all the time. Like I look at my phone for me personally, I look at my phone, I, look, my, I have my screen, my screen time that'll give me a notification every now and then. And I try my best. I'll say this. I try my best to minimize my notifications. I really, like so really that do. they don't even appear so that they don't appear so I don't get oh. Instagram notifications I don't get um I don't think I'm on Facebook anymore so I don't get Facebook notifications I don't mm-hmm. get so the main notifications I get are like phone calls text messages pattern <laughs> oh yes daily <laughs> pattern and screen time okay yes and Libby and Libby my my listening app was because I need to know when my book is ready but <laughs> <laughs> or oh and podcast okay that's it that's it, that's it but you see I keep adding things right? right they don't come a lot they don't come too often but you know I try to minimize my notifications and um and I I check my screen time uh not too often but sometimes it'll pop up and I was I get to see how many times I pick up my phone a day and girl my mind gets blown every time it's always over 100 times a day Oh, it tracks how many times you like open and like unlock yes. your screen? No, how many times you just pick up your phone, even just to see if you have notifications on the main screen. Yes. And it's always anywhere between 100 and 200 times a day. And that is, that's sometimes not even if I have notifications, sometimes that's just me checking to see if I have notifications, right? Wow. It's with my phone on silent. So that is, those are distractions. Those are major Right, look at your. <laughs> now you serious? I don't even want to turn this setting on. <laughs> Medisa is like so shook right now for the listener. <laughs> and I, I applaud you for having for having it track your screen time because I think the the we talk about we talk about knowledge and education, right? And mm-hmm. and it, it, it's so hard to to pivot and make moves and make calculated decisions without being informed. And that goes through <laughs> all the layers of your life. Like how much time am I spending on my phone? On my phone, exactly. And that's not, and like you say, it it just the times that you pick it up to even see if you have if a there's anything. Yes. And yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> mind blowing. And I don't know how to get out this habit yet, <laughs> but <laughs> I can see how that can lead to 
again, it, it, it's definitely a distraction. And I can, I can definitely see how that's, this is leading to burnout because think about it. Like if I'm like waiting for a text message from somebody, yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that I hear from often and I don't hear from them that much. And then, you know, just all the things, you know, like even just the thought of what's happening on my phone, those are all distractions. Yeah you know scrolling through social media I'm I'm doing it less now I'm really mm-hmm. focused I'm trying to shift my focus on social media being like business for mm-hmm. the three accounts I have now oh lord but <laughs> I barely checked one I know I, I am so jealous um but social media can still be a form of research right now yes. you know there's so many people out there with so much information that they're providing for free on social media not just entertainment right so right. like you know that's still something to get connected to and I'm doing my work in like I'm doing my work in making sure that like you know I have a, I'm following less people so I'm not following over a thousand people no more I brought it down mm-hmm. to 444 actually no way that is a yeah. serious purge idea it took me like probably a good week or so to really get it get really get it through because there are some accounts that just start popping up oh and, yeah and like did you forget about it you miss whatever <laughs> yeah. um but yeah I brought it down and I'm being very intentional with it because I just I I'm trying to do better with those distractions because burnout really is real in my life right now <laughs> it really it is truly truly <laughs> it's truly it's truly, truly, um, yeah, it's truly a thing yeah. for me. Yeah. No, kudos to you for, for doing that major trim down. That's <laughs> social media, especially that I feel like that's, I'm just like, wow, like you, you rose to that fucking challenge. <laughs> yes. Yeah, girl. And, and things like that and Zoom fatigue. Zoom fatigue is a real thing. And that, that goes with the, the somewhat or, or the perceived increase of time that we're all spending at home. Just because I'm at home for, you know, maybe twice the amount of time I usually was. I'm not available. <laughs> and Fucking so facts. You know? And so when you you may have a day where you're like, oh, I have three three Zoom meetings or three virtual meetings. And just because I haven't left my house to like sit in traffic, I'm looking at you, LA traffic. <laughs> sit in traffic. <laughs> Or who knows how long depending on where you're thing, going geez. and when right yeah. <laughs> you it, it it's not any less draining than like going and sitting in you know a conference room and and having these meetings because it takes so much more energy and focus to really hone in and pay attention and not get distracted by someone's background mm-hmm. or somebody's cat or dog bouncing around <laughs> in the background because there's this such there's such a highlight and zoomed in yeah. on on people's lives and for real oh my gosh it can all be and it came so fast and and mm-hmm. then was was became a standard mm. and an expectation mm. um that we can oh you're on zoom you can hop around to here and now it's it's a little more permissible if you're like five minutes late because a zoom meeting ran over because oh you didn't even have to go anywhere you were five minutes late. you could just <laughs> end leave meeting pop in another one right oh but the 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 
perceived increase in accessibility and Mm -hmm. and I love that yes being so attached to the screens it's like ah yo you're on point you know and, and give that person the option to tell us if they're accessible at that moment or not, you know? So, uh, because it's really real. And then and to connect that to burnout, you know, when uh-huh. we don't, when we don't take the time to consider others, when we don't take the time to set boundaries for ourselves, when we don't take the time um, to, to, when we, when we are not intentional about our availability and about people's access to us, those are all things that can lead to that burnout that we're talking about. So work, work life, family life, friend life, dating life, especially if we add all, we talk about all the things that some millennials are working through right now, like dating, parenthood. parenthood. Yeah. Like the, all these conversations are not new conversations, but there are new things to consider for our generation right now. And yes, again, technology is a huge, huge thing. Um, so I, I do want to end with this. I love that not only are we talking about, you know, our experience with, with mm-hmm. burnout and being drained and having a lot of things on our plates and our anxieties and being vulnerable, you know, in this moment, which is exactly what this podcast is here to do. Um, I love that, you know, especially you, Mandisa, you listed your, your, um, examples of getting through those things, right? Not avoiding it, um, working through it, acknowledging it and addressing it, um, you know, all the things and, and ensuring that you still come out on top, ensuring that your mental health is still a priority, that you ensure that yourself is still a priority, your mindset, all those things. Um, and, I think that's the most important to do, most important thing to do with anything that is draining us, with anything that we tackle, with anything that is challenging, is just taking it in, taking it on head on mm-hmm. um, and, and ensuring that we remain true to ourselves, um, still getting things done, still remaining on top, um, at least to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's really what matters you know like I don't know if I've said this on the show before but the thing that really gets me keeps me focused on my peace is I heard someone say I never I never seen a hearse pull a U-Haul I feel like Mindy so you have you heard me say that before I never seen a hearse pull a U-Haul meaning when you leave this earth oh I'm sorry I heard hearse, but I was imagining a horse. And I was uh, like, mm, I don't think about I'm horses too. <laughs> She's like, I think a horse can pull a U. I'm just kidding. I know. I was like, I'm from Michigan. I see that. Horses can pull anything. They can do anything. <laughs> a hearse. I never seen a hearse pull a U-Haul. Meaning when we leave this earth, when our souls and our spirits leave this earth, we're not taking anything with us. We're not taking our clothes. We're not taking the job. We're not taking other people's problems. We're not taking those unrealistic expectations. We're not taking any of that with us. Mm-hmm. Well, at least anything physical. Now, don't now don't give me start on the spirit world, but <laughs> <laughs> but we're not taking any of those things with us. So the important thing um, I definitely want to leave us with is is keep that in mind. 
you know, we go back and we, we talked about our roles and our duties and all the things that we have on our plates uh, to tackle and to do, whether it's by the end of the day, end of the week, in the next two days, end of the month, whatever the, the tasks and the goals that we set for ourselves. Um, just a reminder that, you know, we don't have extra time and that's okay. Things will get done. That's okay. We don't have to tackle on all the things and everybody else's things and that person's person's things. We don't have to take any of that. We don't have to carry any of those things with us. Indeed. We can focus on ourselves. We can, you know, release those loads. It'll be less draining. I promise. We'll feel good about ourselves. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> and to know that you can better show up in spaces and places and for other people when you are better at showing up for yourself. Yep. Know that. Yes, Queen. Know that. So you all know where to find us to continue the conversation, to give us your perspectives. And that is, of course, at livingmillennialproductions.com. Find us on IG at Living Millennial Productions, Facebook at Living Millennial Productions. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll also find uh, our individual accounts there as well. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed the shit out of this episode. Listen, yes, indeed. Between you, the breathing at the beginning, and this candle, <laughs> oh yeah, I am ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love and appreciate you so much, Mandisa. You're I the love best. you, Brittany, and I appreciate you so much. Yeah, thanks for not giving me burnout. <laughs> Just kidding. We're here to ebb and flow. Ebb and flow, baby. <laughs> oh, that's, that's your favorite, your favorite thing to say. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, also find us on YouTube as well, Living Millennial Productions. Um, yeah. Uh, subscribe while you're listening. Share this episode with someone who uh, you think you know needs to hear this. Share with a stranger. All the things. Rate and review. Give us some beautiful feedback. Some positive feedback. The negative ones put send to livingmillennialproductions.com. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. By now, y'all, I'm just tired and I need to go to bed. But Thank you again for listening. We'll hear from you. You'll hear from us next time. This is Living Millennial.